0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode eight of Planet Paradox. Once again, I am joined today by Gilgamesh, the salty lad himself who, if you were to take a sample of the sweat dripping from his soggy, hairy taint, your salt meter would explode. What's up, man?
1: Ahoy, laddies.
0: We are also joined today by Ryan Lyon, who I'm going to call Cat Eyes this episode, and I'll tell you why I'm going to call him Cat Eyes. When you first run into Ryan, he'll say something sweet about, I don't know, your hair or how you smell. He'll also give you a beautiful wire wrapping of a gem that he found on the floor. Then, while you're admiring the gem, he'll steal your bike. Fuck you, Ryanie Pooh. But what's up, doe? <laughs> but, Brian, I only steal the homeless's
2: bikes, bro. <laughs>
1: He actually has a stolen bike in his living room that he hasn't scraped the paint off yet, so he can't ride it.
0: So you're telling me you steal bikes from the people who need it the most,
1: especially during the pandemic?
0: It
2: was way before the pandemic, so but no. <laughs> um, so basically, the only reason I stole a bike is because my bike was stolen. So I was basically like,
0: um, I felt like it was
2: the universe balancing itself out.
0: You're supposed to be better than that, Ronnie Poo. You're not supposed to get even.
2: Well, did you have to break a lock?
0: No, it was not locked up
2: at all. It was just like sitting against a bush, and there was no one around. So That's their damn fault, if you ask me.
0: You know that money that that homeless guy could have spent on a lock went straight towards crack, dude? Come on.
2: You're right. That's like $4 worth of crack. I feel like it was well-deserved because it was a victimless crime because some they'll just go steal another bike anyways.
0: Yeah, it's an endless cycle of stealing, and that's what makes this world beautiful. Am I right? Yep. As a lot of our viewers may know, me and my fellow co-hosts are on different sides of this beautiful country we call the United States. And where I'm at, it is hot as fuck. What about you guys?
1: Oh, it's fucking gorgeous out here. It's like 75 degrees, sunny.
0: Oh my god. It is hotter than Satan's anus outside. You walk outside... And then your body goes into fight-or-flight mode. You just stand there, and you start panting. Sweat beads start developing on your forehead, and you, you just start to panic. It's a nightmare. But, thank God, I am inside. I have sensual cooling, and we're ready to get this shit started.
1: Yeah, you can't survive in fucking, in the desert lands without actual AC. Like, I don't know how we did it. We used to just have fans and shit, sweating balls. It's like, goddamn.
0: I truly, truly feel sorry for all the animals out there. Like, I'm just like, fuck. Yeah,
1: seriously, dogs and shit.
0: I'm just driving and I see birds just on the floor. They're so weak, they can't even fly with their mouth agape, just wanting water. But no, (laughs) fuck you, bird.
1: I can't hear the word agape without thinking of some horrible shit.
0: You've watched too much porn, my friend, but that's okay because you're an American and that's what we do. Red blooded. Now, we have a very, very (laughs) epic episode planned today. There's a lot of topics that we got to go over. And the first thing I wanted to talk to you fellas about is are you going to vote for Kanye West?
1: Oh, God, yeah. If we have like a few different possibilities where the future could be one way or another. That's not the worst outcome possible, you know?
2: <laughs> I don't know, man. Did you see that he is endorsing anti-vax and um, anti-abortion policies?
1: So look at it from the Darwin's Law perspective. Like, maybe that just weeds out all the uh, all the people who don't believe in that shit, and then they won't pass on their genetics. It's pretty fucked up, but I mean, it would reduce the number of anti-vaxxers.
0: I just feel like it'll be cool to have a first lady whose sex tape I saw, you know what I mean? All day,
1: nigga. Yeah, right now it's pretty lame. We can only see her nudes, which she posted tastefully online. Current first lady.
2: Oh, there's not any sex tape of Melania? Well, uh, not that I'm aware
1: of, at least.
0: Aww. Well, let me look into it right now, actually. She's pretty sexy, but, um...
1: I've seen her nudes, and she's, she's a lovely lady. Melania Trump's sex
0: tape. For some reason, it redirects me to Nick Jr., but whatever.
2: Nick, 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 Nick.
0: Yeah, I think having Kanye as a president would be interesting. I just feel like we could have a better rapper as a president. You know what I mean?
1: If it comes down to it, the last day of the election, if Kanye wins, he has to beat at least who else is like the second best rapper. And whoever wins ultimately gets a presidency.
2: Real quick, I think your music's coming through.
1: Thank you for calling that out early rather than later, Rani Pooh. I'll just turn it off.
0: Please turn off your music, you inconsiderate fuck. There you go. The only thing I hope is that you know, like if you voted for him, you would get like a free pair of Yeezys because those things are fucking expensive.
2: I was like talking to my coworker about it, and I was like, "Dude, we're totally becoming the movie *Idiocracy* right now. Like, pretty soon we're gonna have a uh, president, Super Nacho Savage Supreme, or whatever it is."
0: <laughs> Randy, man, Nacho Savage. Or... <laughs> <laughs>
1: are you Randy, baby?
0: <laughs> Did you guys hear how he died? It's very tragic. No. He had like a heart attack while driving. Who is that? And then he ran into a tree. Oh, Nacho man. Supreme. <laughs> I can't. I can't say his name. Randy Man. Nacho Chavez. <laughs> <laughs> Randy. Macho Man. Randy Savage. There <laughs> it is. The Slim Jim guy. <laughs> Ooh,
1: yeah brother
0: Randy man I feel like nobody was surprised <laughs> I feel like nobody was surprised when they found out he had a heart attack cuz that motherfucker was always bulging veins out of his head screaming at the top of his lungs covered in sweat it's like this shit's gonna happen any second yeah one of these
1: veins is gonna fucking burst
0: it's just sad it happened while he was driving his Porsche you know what i mean cuz like he maybe could have survived Slim Jim. Oh, yeah! he was destined to die that day the heart attack car crash combo Not many survived that.
2: Man! Yeah, that's
0: pretty
1: rough, man. Perhaps the Lord needed him in heaven.
0: So hopefully Kanye can win. That way we can have a Kardashian as our first lady. I feel like he will push America into a fantastic direction, even though he's anti this and that or whatever. It's better than choosing, you know, between one old pervert and another. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know, but he's definitely bipolar, so it probably wouldn't help either. We're fucked no matter what, pretty much.: dee scoop. Scoop, dee whoop. Whoop, Dee scoop, Dee poop.
1: Yeah, it's like we get a pick between two fucking demented old men or fucking Kanye goddamn West. he's just a demented young man.
0: <laughs> but another thing I wanted to talk to you guys about that I've been dying to see if you guys have seen this. Did you guys see that deep fake of Bella Delphine?: No. Oh, no. Oh my god, here we go, baby.
2: You're going to post it in the group chat?
0: I'm going to post it into the Discord, and I want, you to guys, I want you guys to tell me what you think. I saw this, and I was tempted to send it to you guys immediately, but I figured I'd save it for this special moment. Okay.
2: What the hell? <laughs> Stupid, dumb huh? Stupid dumb. huh? How confused is your boner right now? Dude, I love it. It actually looks
1: like Takashi. I'm deeply uncomfortable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, in case any of our viewers are wondering what we are currently watching, some sick fuck on the internet decided to deep fake Takashi69's face onto Bella Delphine, um, who is some online chick who's just. How would you describe her? What is she? Just a thought? No, that she's actually
1: if you really know anything about like the whole pretty girls dancing in front of a camera like being really popular, she kind of actually was the first one to really blow up on a massive scale in the more mainstream. She's what is considered an e-girl where they basically are just pretty girls who, you know, dress up in different outfits, usually it's like cosplay stuff or they do dances and music and stuff. Well, Belle Delphine breaks that mold, even though she's one of the first, because she does a bunch of fucking really dark and weird shit. If you ever actually look at some of her videos, they're pretty disgusting. She's, like, got an actual dead octopus, and she's, like, sucking on its tentacles and shit. It's like a real fucking octopus. Really? Yeah, it's like, she does some really gross shit.
0: What the fuck?
1: Or she'll have, like, bloody raw beef liver, and she'll be, like, rubbing it on her face and shit. She's pretty gross.
0: God damn! I didn't know she did all that. I thought all she did was sell bathwater.
1: Dude, she's in she's a genius to be frank. She's she's like basically the ultimate e-girl. She's actually making fun of all her fans too. She's constantly making jokes about how basically they could just
2: give her money for being pretty. It's pretty gross that she's selling her like dirty bathwater and shit like that and her spit and everything, huh?
0: Yeah, it's even gross that people are buying this shit she has all these poor sick fucks just in the palm of her hands like i think she's sexy and i think she's pretty cool
1: yeah i think she's a cool person but
0: i would never give this bitch any
1: money yeah never why she's got a whole army of simps basically (laughs) she started simps she like invented that
0: yeah
2: the army of simps on that Takashi 69 deepfake was that him singing her lyrics
0: no that's his actual song
2: his actual song yeah Okay,
0: okay. If any of you don't know what deepfake is, it's when someone computer generates a face onto somebody else's body. So, you know, it's pretty creepy. And it's getting to the point to where it's so goddamn realistic that it's going to become a huge problem in the future. Like, I can literally, well, I can't do it myself, but someone can deepfake Gilgamesh's face onto some twink who's being bukkake by a bunch of fucks. You know what I mean?
1: Elderly.
2: Guess who?
0: That'd be a great birthday present, don't you think? Like, it will be kind of (laughs) funny.
2: no i'd hate it i could appreciate it
0: (laughs) yeah i'd hate that shit (laughs) i just have it circulating just post it on your facebook as long as grandma don't see it (laughs) deep fake you into a mariachi van (laughs) oh my god i don't gotta deep fake that shit i seen that shit and those were real tears that she shed
1: it's such a strange reaction
0: speaking of gramita i don't know if you guys have this problem or if it's just me but she constantly sends me the weirdest and nastiest shit on Facebook Messenger.
2: No, yeah, me too. I get all that brutal fucking
0: articles and stuff. Yeah. Constantly.
1: Our grandma likes to look at, like, gruesome shit.
0: And I have to constantly tell her, like, grandma, please. I, I don't want to see someone frying a rat and skinning it alive. Like, why are you sending this to me? Send me a cute picture of me as a child. No.
1: This is literally the title of a video my grandma sent me, July 7th. Frying rat and simple recipe with mango sauce <laughs> in the village.
0: <laughs> what are we supposed to say to that? Like, are we just supposed to love it? I didn't respond. Yeah, I don't respond either because you know what I mean. You can't like. I don't want to support that, but I'm not
1: gonna. I'm not gonna judge her for whatever she's into. But it's pretty weird.
0: <laughs> it's very interesting. I'm trying to see what else she sent me here.
1: Yeah. She likes slave media um, because she likes to feel bad, and she also likes gruesome fucking shit. <laughs>
0: Montana man arrested after his best-selling jerky is found to be made of human meat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. I love it. It's great. But um, I'm glad at least she's sending that shit to you guys, too, and not just me. Yeah. <laughs> she thinks to herself, like, who of my grandchildren are the sickest, most twisted fucks? Oh, I know. That really
1: tells you what she thinks of us. That's why she sends it to us, I think, because she kind of knows we, you know, she knows we watch, like, gross videos and shit in high school.
0: Maybe we got it from her.
2: Maybe. Did I already talk about the time whenever she uh, was all s- tripping balls on the way back from the hospital in Lubbock? No. She was like with our parents and um, she was just like, wow. I'm s-, she's like, this is how Brian and Tim and Ryan feel. You're lying. Yeah. She's like, I want to feel this way all the time. <laughs> That's the
1: worst she ain't about that though like we try to give them like even very harmless things like cbd that is totally legal you can purchase it on your own and she's not down she doesn't seem to want to try anything
0: i think she's just curious but she doesn't want to take that step into psychedelic adventures you know what i mean
1: kind of scary you know if you've never done it
0: yeah one of the worst days of my life was when she found a bag of k in my room oh my god it was horrible dude what'd she say I was in my room and I was searching around frantically for it. You know what I mean? I was like going all crazy. And then I ran into the living room and she was sitting there in tears. And she said, take a seat. It was kind of like Chris Hansen when he catches predators. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Did you try to run?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I knew the cops were waiting outside. So I just sat down. (laughs) Oh, shit. And she's like, are you looking for something? Oh, no. And I was just like. I started to cry too, dude. I had to. I mean, my grandma yeah. was there in tears, dude. Come I had on. to.
1: I don't care what she's
0: crying about. I'd be crying too. Yeah, it, it was the worst. And she's like, I found your baggie. Oh. And then I just, you know, I broke down or whatever. And then I was like, where is it? She's like, I flushed it. You know, we're all crying. So we have that ugly crying voice. Did you say, God damn it. <laughs> I said, grandma? I was like, that was like at least two G's, but whatever. Is that why you were crying? Bro? <laughs> you realize your K got flushed? I planned on smashing a rail and playing Halo, but you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I flushed it. She's like, what is it? And so I sat there and I had to think. I was like, I can't tell my sweet. Just say cocaine. (laughs) There you go. That's it. I I, I couldn't sit there and tell her it was horse tranquilizer. (laughs) She would have fallen off her chair. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) It's so funny when you say it like that. That's like telling her that her bingo markers are made with children's blood. <laughs> she would still use them. She would still use them, but I told her, it's Coke. And I swear to God, I said this. She was like, why? Why are you doing this? And I was like, I sat there and I had to think of an excuse, right? Yeah. I couldn't just tell her it's because I'm a sick fuck who likes to trip balls. <laughs> I told her, I was like, because a lot of the rappers and the music I listen to rap about it. <laughs> you blamed it on rap you son of a bitch i blamed it on two chains <laughs> dude, you're the reason boomers hate rappers oh my god this podcast is the reason why boomers hate mint i was gonna say minerals <laughs>
2: dude ryan just sheds a tear millennials
0: did you guys watch the new hannibal Burris special no i have it in my watch later how good is it
2: Oh my god, you talking about 2 chains reminded me of the special, because so, he talks about him, um, I won't ruin it, but um, he talks about him, like, some of his lyrics, and it's so fucking funny.
1: I can't wait. Yeah, no, I've been waiting. I haven't seen it yet.
2: Where would you place it on the list of all-time great stand-ups? It's not like a legendary special, but it was, for being a free special on YouTube, that stuff's pretty awesome, man.
0: That's dope. I, I do like the fact that he did it for free. He must have not got a text back from Netflix, poor guy. Yeah, it's, like, a comedy
2: special mixed with, like, some of his, like, silly, like, goofing around, and he, like, does weird visual effects to the screen and stuff. Oh, tight. So, I mean, it's pretty fun. I think you guys will dig it.
0: Speaking of comedians, what do you guys think of the whole Chris D'Elia ordeal?
1: I feel like we haven't seen all the facts yet, so I'm kind of, I'm going to wait and see, like, what all the facts are before I start being like, fuck that guy. He's clearly a pedophile, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like I haven't really seen anything either. Like it kind of like as soon as the allegations were done, it's kind of excited. Like it was like in the news for a minute, but now it's kind of died off. So I mean, yeah, I guess we're just waiting for whatever comes up next.
0: Yeah, if any of our listeners are wondering what we're talking about, there is a stand-up comedian by the name of Chris D'Elia who's facing allegations of talking to multiple minors. But like they were saying earlier, there's not too much on it. One thing that I did hear from uh, another podcast is that you really don't hear anybody saying anything good about him. So that's not good. But overall, I, I don't know. I just feel like if I was famous, I just would not try to get any pussy at all. I'd just be too afraid.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you could go about doing it just being a normal fucking person. He was doing really weird shit like, you got to suck my homie's dick. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? That's not a standard courting procedure. Is that what he was accused of? That's part of many things he was accused
2: of.
0: Huh. That's kind of weird. I wonder if he, like, watched... What if he
2: was talking to miners the whole time, and they were just, like, guys that were digging for gemstones out in the <laughs> wilderness? <laughs> Everyone just misread the text. Are you a miner?
0: They're just covered in muck?
1: Yeah, covered in coal tar.
0: Can't you tell by my pickaxe? I just pulled out this beautiful quartz point. You want to see it?
1: <laughs> Nothing better than an asshole covered in coal tar.
0: <laughs> Did you guys watch the Jeffrey Epstein documentary? Yeah, man. No why do the ultra rich just always want to fuck children what's the
2: deal with that i don't know it's pretty disturbing though man it's crazy what all happened
0: like you have everything but all you want is like minor pussy like what the fuck's wrong with you
1: i've read a bunch of the news articles around this shit and all the psychologists are saying that something like the same reason that people like harvey weinstein are like abusing their position of power to to get women Obviously, it's a sexual thing and they have some kind of fucking sickness, but there's also a power trip element that I think is key to these really powerful men who can get literally anything they want legally with their money, except for that. And so it's like they want the things that they can't get. Yep. These are people who always have to strive for more. And what do you strive for after you've obtained everything? This Jeffrey Epstein character is one of the, was one of the filthiest rich people out there for a while, you know, like he had everything he wanted and needed. He couldn't have wanted for anything else, except for things that he wasn't allowed to have. And I think that's kind of what sickness takes hold of these sick fucks.
0: He must've got bored of his Bugatti. So he went for, you know,
1: well, you guys also know there's the angle that this could have all been some kind of CIA black ops sting to get information on important people so that they could blackmail them later. And it could have been like a CIA covert operation. Like Epstein himself and G and all this shit could have been actually a CIA Black Ops mission to get people like Bill Clinton in there, record video of them doing fucking horrible shit, and then using it to like as a political power token.
0: I bet you Bill Gates is sweating bullets right now with that chick. So is the Prince Andrews, yeah.
1: This motherfucker went to Epstein's apartment after Epstein was already a confirmed sexual offender. He went and stayed at Epstein's apartment after he was already... That's insane to me.
0: It is insane.
1: And they asked him about it in the news, and he was like, it was a convenient place to stay. That was his excuse.
2: Yeah, that's wild. Um, and then there's that lawyer or whatever. What's his name? Um, I can't think of... The guy who uh, defended Epstein in his case. Apparently, they like interviewed him, and they were like, didn't you get a massage from one of the girls? And he was like, I kept my underwear on during the massage. Yeah.
0: Oh, God.
1: That's not any better at all, you fucking lunatic.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm glad that we're not sick fucks like that.
2: The whole thing, like, everything is pretty crazy right now. Like, all those uh, music producers getting Me too right now, too. Like, Thriftworks and Bass Nectar and Space Jesus, all those guys.
0: Bro, you blew my mind with all the people that you sent me. Like, I didn't know about all them. I just knew about Bass Nectar. Midnight Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> Which, if you read Bass Nectar's apology, it kind of doesn't make any sense. Because he claims to be innocent, but then he... Steps down he and apologizes. he says he's, yeah, he still apologizes. Like if you were innocent, why the fuck would you even apologize?
1: Yeah. You shouldn't apologize. If you're innocent, you should say, you know what? I'm stepping down because I don't want all this heat. I didn't do anything wrong. Blah, blah, blah. You know, like stick to your guns one way or the other. But that sounds like he's sending a mixed message because his conscience won't let him lie.
0: Uh, this is kind of fucked up, but uh I know this chick who lives in Denver and I'm not going to say her name, but um back in the day when I knew her, like maybe like five years ago or whatever. She was a die hard base nectar and dat sick fan. Like that's all she would ever talk about. She would see them multiple times a year. She even had a bass nectar and a dat sick tattoo. And these two fucks got like the worst end of this whole accusation of raping chicks and shit. Like it's pretty fucked up. Like, damn, you were you were really into fucking freaks. Yeah. I don't know what to call them.
1: I think it's okay, you can get a tattoo of whatever you want, but there's certain things that I already know I would never do, like, brands of any kind, and that includes fucking artist brands and branding. Like, they're people, you never know what's gonna happen eventually. Like, what if you had fucking Pudding Pops tattooed on your chest? You're fucked now. (laughs) (laughs)
0: And then the next day, the whole Bill Cosby scandal comes out, like, fuck, dude. Like, (laughs) fuck! I'm not gonna cover this up.
1: (laughs) I'm keeping this, Pudding Pops are still tasty, just because they were co-signed by a
2: rapist. (laughs) Pudding Pops is a culture. (laughs) <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. not my pudding pop <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's pretty crazy thank god we're not out there doing that shit because well we're still being held indoors because of the corona coronavirus which I feel like it's not going to go away anytime soon I don't
1: think that they're going to do a lockdown again I don't think the federal government's going to order a lockdown I think it's going to be local some places will some places won't
0: yeah they've already been doing it the government pretty much said May the one with the best immune system win. Florida, dude, is like the epicenter of the world.
1: It's fucking Hunger Games in Florida.
2: (laughs)
0: They had like 11,000 new cases today or something. Uh, Dude, I think it was like 15,000, which is like another daily record.
1: Yeah, the headline was Florida shatters global coronavirus rate (laughs) in one day.
0: They're going for the high score.
1: You know, it also has one of the most elderly populations of any state, which is pretty concerning also.
0: I have, like, five friends from Florida on my Snapchat, and you best believe they're still going hard as fuck with not a single care in the world.
2: They're just parting their asses off, huh?
0: Dude, they got, like, a party house today.
2: Because they're drinking all that Corona beer.
0: (laughs) It's brutal, man. I wish I could just not give a fuck like that, but then I feel like if I did, I'd be an idiot, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm definitely not as careful as I could be. You know, I stay away from people. I only not wear a mask if I'm outdoors, like outside of a building. The moment I walk indoors, I put a mask on. It's not a big deal. It's just fucking wear it.
0: And it's not like you're around your parents and shit. You know what I mean? Like you're out there.
1: Yeah, I live alone.
0: Yeah. So I think you're fine. And you do a lot of outdoor activities, which is like one of the safer things you can do during all this shit. Yeah. Fuck the coronavirus. That's it. We're not going to bring that shit up anymore.
1: You're going to get demonetized.
0: That's crazy how YouTube's demonetizing everyone who even says that word, huh?
1: Yeah, it's pretty fucking ridiculous. It's because you're not supposed to make money off of a national crisis, I guess.
0: Fuck us then, right? Hell yeah, me. Are you guys drinking at all right now or no?
1: Nope. Been dry for all of July.
0: Hey, that's cool. You and Ronnie?
1: Yeah, we yeah. decided to take the month off. That's why we're boring as fuck right now.
0: <laughs> I apologize for my co-host. I'm just kidding. No, it's great.
1: I have to say, um, the Gilgamesh episode, Epic of Gilgamesh, I was fucking shithouse, dude. I was way too drunk. I fucked up lots of parts of the story. There's parts that I kept repeating myself that were really annoying.
2: How many times did the maggot, or how long, how many days did it take him to realize the maggot fell from his eye or whatever?
1: Or you mean, like, how many times did they repeat that phrase? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they said it fucking six times.
0: <laughs> you sounded great to me. Like, I could barely tell you were fucked up. Like, as far as I knew, you weren't. You held that shit together. Well, if I was on your level, dude, we would have had to cut the entire fucking episode like the other episode we did have to cut. (laughs) But I think it came out great. The only thing that I do hate about that episode, a lot of our voices on that episode are muffled. And uh, that's because we had a setting on in our Discord that kind of fucked up our voices. So hopefully this one sounds a lot better for you guys. That way you can listen to everything we have to say. Right, Rhiney? Oh,
1: yeah. I mixed up a lot of parts of the story, and the whole second half, I actually just glazed over, and I skipped so many fucking really funny and important parts. Like, there's fucking Scorpion Men in that shit that I left out, so I think maybe later on I'd like to tell just the second half of the Epic of Gilgamesh, sober, so I can just keep it pretty fucking short.
0: (laughs) Tight, I'm down for that, because I want to hear about these fabled Scorpion Men.
1: Yeah, for sure, man.
0: Riny, do you want to go ahead and get into your epic acid trip? Yeah man, we can start that story up. Okay, when did this take place? Do you guys remember?
2: It was definitely our first year here in Portland, so probably like four years ago. 2016-ish. Um, yeah, we had been here and a buddy of mine came to visit and he brought a fat little stack of LSD with him.
1: Yeah, it's Jesse.
2: Yeah, he brought it over and we were basically experimenting with it a little bit. Did a little bit, went downtown, had a good time. One day while I was at work, Gilgamesh and Jesse um, went downtown on their own and had like a badass day. a really good ass time. And they came home. I met them at the house and they were like, yo, let's do some of this and let's make this happen. Have a good night.
0: How long has it been since you've done LSD before that?
2: Probably a, a few years. Oh, okay. It had been a while. So, um, th- I think the thing that really got me was that I took multiple different types. I took like two different kinds. Wasn't them
0: one of them called like lake mud or something like that? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we'll continue. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. But basically I probably overdid it. Cause I took like three hits
0: all at the same time.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I've always been kind of more like susceptible to those types of things too. Like it always hits me pretty hard. Me too. We took it and then we were just chilling in the living room, playing video games and stuff. At one point, I just started tripping. Like, my mind just, like, switched to, like, a weird point. I think it's because, uh, Jesse had mentioned something about the Grateful Dead, like, um, stealing your face. It, like, triggered something in my head and, um, it, like, threw me back to this time whenever I was, like, at a music festival and some hippie gave me, like, a water bottle full of acid and I, like, took a sip from it and tripped major balls.
0: Wait, was that lightning in a bottle?
2: Yeah, dude, it was. I drank from that bottle too! You remember that? Damn, that's crazy. I remember that! He walked up to the campsite and he was like, Yo, dude, I got this bottle. Can you fill it up with water? And it was like had a little bit of water in the bottom. So I was like, yeah, I can do that. He's like, fill this up like three quarters of the way and then shake it up and take a drink. And I went in there, did that. I took a gulp. And he was like, God damn. He's like, I had over a hundred hits of acid in it. And he was like, I had like seven different types. Are you fucking serious? Yeah he's like you should probably go sit down (laughs) that's fucked up i went and like sat into a tent and just tripped my fucking face off i still remember that whole trip and everything pretty clearly too um real quick
0: ronnie i drank from that too right but he didn't tell me shit i just said i'm thirsty he said here and he gave me that motherfucking bottle and i took a gulp too and then he told me after damn that fuck face
1: That's pretty fucked off, honestly. So I just want to establish how fucked up it is to give someone a drug that they're not expecting. You should never, ever fucking do that. I don't care if they're your brother or your friend or whoever. Don't fucking do that. Like, you're taking away someone's free will, basically.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
2: I guess I could tell that acid story real quick, too. Um, Yeah. After I took that, I went and sat in the tent, and I was like in the Indian-style position, just like trying to meditate-ish. And um, I like closed my eyes and I like opened them again and I was like floating in this like black void There was just like all kinds of crazy things like floating all around me and I just like heard that song I don't wanna set the world Oh my god I heard that like on like stereo all around me I was like just like tripping balls for a second Then I like snapped out of it and I like opened my eyes and like I looked down at my hands and I like felt like I was dying And then um, I closed my eyes and felt like I died and I opened my eyes again and I looked down and I was like an old African lady. (laughs) I was out in like some like field and um, I looked around and then I closed. (laughs) I kept on dying over and over again and like opening my eyes as different people. Basically, I don't know, it just like was overwhelming and I like snapped out of it and started crying. This was the one in Lightning in a
0: Bottle? Yeah. Holy fuck, dude. Yeah, man, that's what I was like experiencing.
1: Lightning in a Bottle indeed.
0: (laughs) Your spirit animal is an old African lady.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I like lived multiple lives or something. That kind of made me realize like maybe the universal consciousness theory might be pretty legit and like we are all the same soul.
0: Yeah, we are.
2: But basically I snapped out of it and started crying because it was like overwhelming. And one of the homies, uh, he was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm okay. And he like hooked me up and he like announced the whole campsite. Hey, my friend's having an issue. He has this girl that he likes, but she's dating one of our other friends. What? He doesn't know what he should do. What do you guys think? And he thought that um, I was crying because I didn't know what to do about that whole relationship situation. Oh. So he basically put me on blast to the whole campsite. Everyone was like, you should just tell her how you feel and stuff. That sounds like a nightmare. And I was just like, oh god, like, yeah, okay, thanks, guys, and stuff. But um, the other homie, like, completely lost his shit a second later, and that took the attention away from me. Um, He, like, didn't know his name, didn't know what what was, or, like, what anything was around him. He was, like, animal mode. And, um, yeah, all of our focus switched over to him, and we, like, ended up trying to help him. And we were almost going to take him to the hospital. I don't know if you remember that.
0: I remember that part with the homie tripping balls like that, but I had no fucking idea you tripped that hard, bro yeah man i went on a whole spiritual ass quest on that one i myself after drinking that shit i just went to a stage and just boogied the night away but like i wasn't really tripping too hard i guess i didn't drink as much as you did but i remember like seeing the lights from the stage and they looked like globs of jelly in the air just kind of like going slow and um i remember just like as the music was hitting i just kept tasting and i was like Am I tasting the music? <laughs> and that's about it. Damn, bro. It was great, dude. I had a good old time. I had no idea you were back at the tent dying or else I would have gone and helped you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just out there booging the night away <laughs> while you're fucking manifesting into different realities.
2: Yeah, man. It was very intense and um, probably the most wild experience. The reason I even brought that up was because of this other experience that we had where I kind of lost my head. Whenever me and Jesse and Gilgamesh were chilling in the living room and playing those video games, he talked about um, stealing your face. And for some reason it snapped me back to that past time when that guy gave me that bottle. And I don't know why I thought this, but for some reason I was like, my face got stolen and these guys are like the hippies from that festival and they're like using me to like create art and stuff. Like I went on some crazy mental tangent. I was like all like thinking they were like trying to like use me as like a slave or something.
1: Wasn't it specifically like a wire app slave?
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but I was like, I should wire her up right now. I was all feeling all inspired. And then they were like all watching me and I started feeling all pressured. I like got all super weird.
0: So whenever you say they stole your face, did they have your face on them or no? No.
2: Yeah, explain that term.
0: Yeah. Like, what do you mean by stole your face? Like, do you feel like you had a different face at that time?
2: No, I think that the way they describe stealing someone's face is like giving them over 100 hits of acid.
0: Oh i thought you meant literally no it's like a like a term for getting like ultra omega fucked up
2: yeah it's like when someone
0: takes away your soul with acid kind of type
2: thing i don't know i was just like on some crazy tangent though dude what level of betrayal were you feeling when you thought that i was feeling like scared for my life i was like what the fuck is going on like
1: like you believed that you were a prisoner or of some sort right yeah and then you're being a slave and imprisoned
2: and yeah and i was completely off my fucking mind and um i was like i need help i need to get out of here I thought they were, like, trying to kill me because I was freaking out. And, like, I was like, you guys don't fucking kill me. And I, like, started panicking and I, like, ran out the front door. They tried to chase me down and they, like, chased me through the parking lot. And um, uh, Gilgamesh caught me. And I, like, literally, like, started socking him in the face, bro. I punched him straight in the the nose. I, like, punched him (laughs) in the face, like, three times. But thankfully, I wasn't hitting, like, super hard because I was still, like, wild in my head, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was just, like, hugging
1: him as tight as I could so he couldn't really punch me that hard. And he really couldn't. It still hurt because he was, you know, punching me, but I was so close to him, he couldn't get a real punch in, you know?
0: And all the adrenaline.
2: Did I break your nose or no?
1: I don't think it broke my nose, but it definitely stayed bent for a while.
0: Damn, bro. (laughs) Okay, really quick before we continue, the whole time you were tripping balls in there, Gilgamesh, from your angle, did he seem like he was off or anything?
1: Dude, I can tell you much more detail than that for sure, because I don't think he remembers everything. Yeah, we were just playing a video game at first, and everything was quite fun, like, the vibe was happy and cheerful. But at some point, Ryan didn't understand how to play the game, and he started thinking that we were mocking him. And we were like, you know, I think we're all too fucked up to even play this game right now. Why don't we just put on some tunes and, and chill? Yeah. And we we're like, okay. But then Ryan, at that point, started getting offended, like, no, let's play the fucking game, dude. You're just doing Whoa. this to patriots. Like, he took it as an insult that we wanted to stop playing the game.
0: What game were you guys playing? Rocket League. Oh, okay.
1: Um And so we started playing the game again, and he was just confused and started getting more frustrated and more angry from actually playing the game. So me and Justin were like, let's just change the subject. And we're like, you know what, let's just put on some tunes and, and you can do your thing. And you're like, you know what, yeah, I feel like rapping. And so you started wire rapping. Well, while he was wire rapping, you know, we were just listening to tunes. We were bullshitting, we were talking, and actually brought up that steal your face story while Ryan was wire rapping. Yeah, so like at Grateful Dead concerts, hippies used to give people like 100 hits of acid and they would do like the steal your face thing where like you wouldn't even know that you took acid, but you're on like 100 hits.
0: Okay, so that's when he planted it in his head.
1: Yeah, so he put that idea in Ryan's head and Ryan started obsessing on that idea, I think. Right after that, Ryan actually like passed out, fell out of his chair, and convulsed for only like, only like one or two seconds. Oh it wasn't God. it wasn't a seizure. His eyes rolled back in his head, and he was on the floor, and he like shook like a couple times. And I was like, "What the fuck? Are you okay?" And he snapped out of it really quick. He sat back up. Do
2: you think I locked my
1: knees or something? No, you were sitting down that whole time. There was no way you could have locked your
2: knees. I forgot that I passed out like that.
1: Yeah, you passed out from your chair, and uh, me and thought you hit your head and that's why you were shaking, but thank god you didn't hit your head, you were fine. But I think that you just got super overwhelmed, like had a panic attack, and that- That was the moment when you switched from being kinda reasonable to being a total animal creature. Yeah, man. When you came out of that, you were like, what are you guys doing to me?
0: Just
2: aggressive.
1: Yeah, he started questioning us, like, why do you have me wire-wrapping?
2: The thing was, like, I was like fearing for my life, I was like panicking hardcore, bro.
1: Cause at this point, you don't know who we are at all.
2: Yeah, I was like, these guys are fucking, like, enslaving me or some shit. Like, I literally was, like, on—I thought I was, like, a fucking slave.
1: Damn. Yeah, so at this point, I've processed it, and I look back on it, actually, as, like, it was a good experience overall. Just, just I learned a lot from it to, like, respect
2: stuff, you know, more. It's shocking to think that that can happen to you. It's like, I never thought that would happen, you know?
1: Yeah. If you don't think that you could accidentally go over the edge anytime you do any drug— you're wrong. You can go out over the edge. If you're not fucking careful, you can go over the, even if you are careful, sometimes it can just be that time and it hits you harder than normal. You don't fucking know. So that's why for me personally, I don't think I would ever do any of that shit going forward.
0: Yeah. And not every trip is the same, you know, your brain is full of chemicals and you mix a chemical like LSD with it. Who knows what the fuck's going to happen And three tabs.
2: What the fuck? Right. Yeah. Pretty uh unconsciously irresponsible.
0: And the thing that's so crazy is, Ryan is one of the chillest dudes we know. Like, yeah, you're so chill, you're so calm, you're so relaxed, and to hear that you went full beast mode like that is mind-boggling.
1: Yeah, he, he definitely didn't know who I was, because I was hugging him and I was like, you've known me for years, like, you gotta remember me, like, and he was like, get the fuck off me. <laughs> he didn't know who I was at all, so. It's like, I can't take that personally. It was He was attacking a strange creature that was holding him hostage.
0: You're just some meat creature holding him <laughs> tightly. But, okay, let's go back to Ronnie's perspective. Okay, so you just yeah. ran out the doors, all right? Then what? Well, I was yelling as I was
2: running through the parking lot. Like, I was help, like, help, they're trying to kill me. I was like, help me, help me. And, like, all the neighbors are all coming outside and, like, looking in shit. And um, they, like, seen me sock up Tim and everything. And then I took off running down the like, block. I ran around the corner and comes sprinting behind me and so does
0: Do you know where you were going or were you just trying to get away?
2: I was just trying to get away at the time. I wasn't sure where I was going. So what happens next is I'm running for it and they're like chasing behind me and I run up near the 7-Eleven and um, there's a group of guys on the corner and I'm like, help me guys, help me, these guys are chasing me. And um, those guys like look at me and then they like look at them running after me and they come up and they like basically I think are trying to help me. They like start being like, yo, leave this guy alone and stuff and um, they like try to fight fucking (laughs) Gilgamesh and Jesse. It's all good. They tried to fight them and I think they were like, fuck this, let's just beat these guys ass then and started brawling it out and everyone just like sucking each other up and uh, I think at first I was fighting Jesse and Gilgamesh. Partially through, I punched one of the other guys and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I like took off running again
0: whoa you betrayed the people who were trying to help you
1: (laughs) yeah he was just punching everyone dude he was hitting both sides i was like what are you fucking doing and the other guys were looking at him crazy too like what's going on now
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah but um so i take off running again and i think they finished their brawling it out i guess you could finish up that perspective from your side
1: yeah yeah so to rewind just a little bit so right back to where ryan socked me up in the parking lot (laughs) Me and Jesse knew this is bad. He's running around screaming, help, help. These guys are trying to kill me. And we are chasing him, but we're like, please, just come home. You're safe. That's what we were yelling, like, come home. You're safe. It's okay. Yeah. And everyone was standing outside. Everyone came outdoors to watch this whole fucking shit show. And afterward, I walked up to them and I was like, you should recognize him and you should recognize me. We've lived together at this place for the last year. I was like, we're not trying to hurt him. I just told them straight up, he's on LSD. He doesn't know what's going on. He's confused, and he's gonna get hit by a car or something. So we're trying to get him to get indoors. We literally told all our neighbors that he was tripping balls on LSD.
0: Yeah, what else are you gonna tell him? That he's just a fucking psycho? Yeah, I was like, because I didn't want them
1: calling the cops and saying these guys are trying to kill a dude and they're chasing him down the street. So I literally went and I talked to everyone. I was like, my name is... Fuck. (laughs) My name is Gilgamesh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What? From the epic of Gilgamesh?
1: <laughs> we actually spent like two to five minutes walking around talking to our neighbors just to let them know if they see Ryan outside to let them know it's safe and he can go home.
2: I basically became Enkidu in beast mode. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he,
0: he reverted to full Enkidu. <laughs> It would have been awesome if he was running on all fours.
1: <laughs> he basically was, I'm telling you. <laughs> so Ryan was super strength as well at this point. He was very strong. I don't know if he's just always strong. Maybe he is, but he seemed stronger than normal because he was pure primal energy, you know? Because oh. I was trying to hold him close to me in the parking lot and that's when he was trying to punch me in the face, but he can only like kind of graze me. So anyway, Ryan splits off around the corner and that's when me and, me and Jesse actually go and talk to the neighbors. <laughs> And then we go chasing after Ryan. Well, Jesse didn't have his shoes on. It's raining outside and there's like broken glass everywhere. So I'm like, fuck it. I give Jesse my shoes. We go chasing after Ryan. Cause I had socks on at least and Jesse was barefooted. So we go running down the street. There's a bar between the 7-Eleven and our house. So I stop at the bar because there's a bouncer outside. I was like, did you see a weird guy running around yelling? <laughs> He's like, yeah, he, he went that way. <laughs> so so we, we went the direction he said, and it took us to the 7-Eleven corner where Ryan was standing with two like street punk looking dudes. And immediately when we walk up, those guys are like getting all chest puffed out, like approaching us like they're ready to fight. I look at Jesse, and I'm like, OK, man, these guys are trying to start trouble. Let's let's just try and explain what's going on and, and be cool. And so I'm like, listen, he's on LSD. He doesn't know what's going on. We're not trying to hurt him. We're just trying to tell him to go home. And those guys didn't give us a chance to really even say that. They were just like, what, fools? Come on, square up, square up, pussy. (laughs) I was trying to like keep my cool and like explain to them, no, 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 it's a misunderstanding. And they're like, square up, fool, square up, pussy. And so I just look at Jesse and I just do the throat slash thing like. Finish him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I just look at him and I just go like that. And Jesse nods his head. He looks a little nervous, but he's like, okay. And I charge at the bigger guy and I fucking just start swinging. I know I get hit in the face a few times, but my adrenaline is up I don't feel a goddamn thing. I'm just swinging like an animal.
2: You said you guys whooped their asses, right?
1: Yeah, they were bleeding. There was blood everywhere and it wasn't ours.
2: Damn. God. They were
1: teenagers too. I think they were like 18, 19 year olds. Oh, they were adults, but they were younger adults, you know, and they were like kind of punks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like some young punk kids. You said it kind of seemed
2: like they're out looking for trouble in the first place, or something. They
1: did. Well, maybe they were just angry because you said we were gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> they were probably like heroes, and we beat their ass actually. <laughs> but my perspective was that they were bad guys that I had to beat.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. So while you're beating the fuck out of them and Ryan throws a couple punches here and there and hits, you know, you guys and them during the brawl, he takes off again,
2: right?
1: Yeah. So he sprints across a busy street <laughs> when it's not time to cross the street and cars are having to stop for him. So we have to wait for the signal to cross and chase after him. So he got a lead on us and then we finally get to chase him across the street. And we see we see the guy who normally sells us beer at the 7-Eleven and he recognizes us and he tries to stop me and Jesse. He's like, wait, wait, don't hurt that guy. We know him. He's nice. And we're like, no, you know me too. We're friends with him. He's on drugs and he doesn't know what's going on. And he's going to get hit by a car. We're trying to tell him to go home. He's like, he says you're trying to kill him. I was like, no, 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 he's confused. <laughs> I was like, we don't want to hurt him. We want him to go home. Oh, he's like, maybe you shouldn't chase him. <laughs> I was like, hmm. But we still kept chasing him anyway. <laughs> yeah.
0: I would have beat his fucking ass too.
1: <laughs> At this point, I was actually like, I would have liked to beat the shit out of him. I was trying to get a hold of him. so like, I could whip his ass and get him home. Yeah, yeah and um, we didn't find him. He scurried mm. off into the darkness, and at that point I didn't know what happened to him, but me and Jesse both agreed we cannot stay at our house because if he thinks we're some kind of weirdo prison keepers, he's gonna try and kill us, so we can't stay at the house. <laughs> I was scared of an acid-crazed Ryanie crawling through the balcony and murdering us in our sleep, so we, were, we rented a hotel and I was pissed. <laughs> at some point later ryan calls me and he's like dude i'm sorry i realized what happened i'm so sorry and i was like don't fucking talk to me (laughs) i just like hung up.
0: okay okay so let's hop back to ronnie's perspective once he runs away from the brawl on the corner okay
2: so basically as after i ran away i ran like behind this walgreens to this like neighborhood the embarrassing part is that i worked at that walgreens the whole time so i was like I was like a neighborhood Walgreens (laughs) fucking clerk and like all of the neighbors all seen me. Everyone knew him. Everyone in the neighborhood knows me because they go and buy beer and fucking shit from me all the time. There goes the Walgreens guy. But yeah, so um, what happens next is I like run to this neighborhood and I go and knock on a door. It was one of my homies' family's house. Okay. His stepdad answers the door. Hello. And I'm like, yo, you got to hide me. Like, let me hide in the house. They're chasing me and blah, 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 blah and then he was just like oh whoa come come inside he was like gonna like try to let me come in and then i like look at him i'm like wait no never mind and i like take off running again (laughs) you didn't trust him suddenly yeah i was like wait what if he's in on it (laughs) oh my god (laughs) so i just booked it again and i take off running and i like run all the way around a full like city block and um i previously had worked at this taco bell i ran into that taco bell and i like went (laughs) I went and found one of my old coworkers and I was like, yo dude, get me some milk, I need help. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you some
2: milk? Yeah, I was like, I need to get, because I thought that the milk would like stop the tripping like it does for like um, mushrooms and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I need milk, bro. <laughs> I was like, call an ambulance. <laughs> he was like, are you sure, man? He's like, you probably shouldn't be here. And like, he's like, are, are you okay? Like, what's going on? And I was like, I'm tripping balls, bro. And I don't know what the hell's going on. I was like, I think I'm being chased. He was like, are you sure? He, like, asked me, like, four times, and I was like, yeah, please call the ambulance, and he did, so. Um, Then I ended up just sitting in the fucking lobby of Taco Bell waiting, and then an ambulance shows up. And as the ambulance is on its way, I, like, sobered back up and came back to reality. I was just like, fuck. (laughs) You realized everything you did? I realized everything that had happened, and I was just like, (laughs) I was just like, no, I was like, oh my God, what the fuck is wrong with me? And I was like ultra like dreadful and like embarrassed and everything all at once, once I snapped out of it. I ended up having, like the paramedics showed up and they were like, you, well, you called for the ambulance, so go ahead and hop in, we're gonna take you to the hospital. And they took me, they tested me and made sure I was good and everything. And within like 30 minutes they released me and I ended up calling an Uber and going back home. As I was like waiting for the Uber is whenever I had called Gilgamesh. I was just like, man, I'm so sorry. And I was like, dude, I, yeah. And that's whenever he was like, you know what, dude, fuck you. He's like, don't talk to me. He's like hung up on me. I love it. And so I went back home and no one was there. And I got scared, dude. I was like, what if they're pissed at me and they come back for me?
1: He started to get paranoid again, huh?
2: A little bit like I was like, what if they are like, I don't know. I got, I got nervous because you guys were not answering and I didn't know where you were. So I was like getting a little nervous. Wow. Finally, I just ended up falling asleep, and the next day, you guys showed back up at the house. And I remember you specifically being like, if you wouldn't have called and apologized, then I wouldn't be talking to you right now. Yeah. You were like, I'm glad that you can own up for how fucked off you acted last night and everything. And, you know, every, even now when I think about it, I still feel sad about it. Like, I hate that that happened. And it's like it such a horrible experience, and it was definitely traumatizing.
0: But
1: Yeah, I was traumatized by it for years. Two or three years, and now I'm
2: over it finally, 100%.
0: Now it makes for one hell of a story. Right.
2: It's like I was saying, like, the other day before my birthday, and whenever we went and did the fungus and some of that deemsters, that was the first time we had done anything psychedelic since that time. So it was kind of a healing experience, too. It, like, made me realize things aren't so crazy, and I can actually calm calm down a little bit. I was like, yeah, it definitely, like, had me scared of psychedelics.
0: And that's why we're calling you Cat Eyes this episode.
2: Is, is that a reference to no i oh, just
0: thought about it while potting
2: <laughs> in the intro you fucking introduced me as a scumbag
0: who will steal shit for me <laughs> and now the viewers see why Bro. also I feel like the- <laughs> oh, now you're not a scumbag i feel like the title of this podcast should be ronnie versus the world <laughs> <laughs>
1: no how about ronnie gets his face
0: stolen that's great Ryan gets his face stolen. That's so good, dude. But uh, let me tell you what happened on my end. So I'm way over here in New Mexico, right? I have no idea all this is going on. I get a text from Gramita, late as fuck at night. And she's like, Brian's in the hospital. They found him tripping balls on acid. She doesn't say tripping balls, but she's like, was on <laughs> LSD or acid. And he uh, he ran out and he acted all crazy. I was like, what the fuck? So immediately I messaged Gilgamesh because I felt like Ronnie was still out of it at that time and he gave me a rundown on everything that was going on. And needless to say, my jaw dropped to the floor. I cannot believe all that happened. However, I am extremely thankful that it turned out the way it did because it could have definitely been a lot worse. Seriously. You running through traffic, you running to a bunch of psychos, you're literally running off into the night.
1: In a very bad neighborhood.
0: Yeah, in a bad neighborhood, tripping balls. It's a recipe for disaster, and I'm very thankful that you ended up being okay, Ronnie. And I gotta say, that is a fucking insane story. Listen to that crowd go. Oh, that's great.
2: Oh. seriously yeah i I guess i left that one little detail was that like whenever i was like in taco bell i had called my dad in the middle of the night too and i was like telling him i was like i think he's trying to kill me and stuff
0: (laughs) oh shit what did he say
2: i think he's the one that calmed me down all the way okay he's like son he's like it's okay like and you could tell he was like tired and stuff but he was like just trying to chill me out and um he cooled me out but yeah dude just thinking back on it it was like man such a fucking wild experience and I definitely hope it never happens again. I probably won't mess with the LSD anymore, honestly.
1: I won't. It's done for me. After seeing that, it's like, that could be me. And I don't want to lose my shit and accidentally hurt someone or me. Like, that's too much. Loss of control.
0: Jesus Christ. God bless.
1: Doesn't it feel kind of good to talk about it, even though it kind of brings back bad memories and shit?
0: Yeah, for sure. Um,
2: it's going to be scary to, like, put it out to all these people and stuff. And it's like an ego thing, you know?
1: Yeah, I don't think anyone would listen to that story and think, oh, what an asshole Ryan is. I don't think anyone would think that because this could literally happen to anybody who experiments with psychedelics. Like, you don't fucking know. We've seen it happen to some friends who didn't even take that much, you know?
2: Yeah, man. You got to just respect what you're going to do and, like, be careful about your dosages and stuff.
1: That fucking nails it, dude. You're right. It's like, you got to respect the experience. You can't go into it just expecting a fun time. Like, you can't treat some of this stuff like fucking alcohol, you know? Like, maybe alcohol is the most appropriate drug for actually partying. Just stick to that. Smoke a little bit of herb. Once in a while, smash a line of white girl or some K or whatever.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. What do you think we should get into next?
1: I have a few items that I am I would like to get into before. Mostly Jordan Peterson themed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love his laugh, dude. Real quick, before we continue on to the next topic, I do want to say, Ronnie, a couple things that could have made that last story a lot better. What? First and foremost, if you were naked during all this, oh my God, that would have been so great.
1: Yeah, it's a little (laughs) little underwhelming as it is. (laughs) So if you're
0: naked running on all fours, you would have a fucking epic on your hands. But it was still great either way. Sorry to bore you, Doxie. <laughs> oh,
2: okay. <laughs> oh, shit. I felt the attitude
0: Little on did me. you know <laughs> I was the one that stole your face the whole time. I just, like, wake up and I'm in a cage. And I'm like... Ah. <laughs> Keep rapping. Keep rapping. And then uh, another thing that would have made it sick was if you would have just... Bit the fuck out of Gilgamesh and his jugular while he was yeah you. That would have been tight, <laughs>
2: dude. The biggest <laughs> he betrayal. I just bite his fucking jugular
0: out and keep running. <laughs> and then if he would have died, oh, that would have been sick. I'm just kidding. But all right. Uh, so I want to lighten things up really quick. Have you guys ever heard of the Face app? No. The Face app is this new app that's taking the internet by storm right now. It is this ultra fucking. What's the word I'm looking for? Great. It's a great app that's storming the internet right now. And it has the ability to change your sex. So what did I do? I went ahead and I took pictures of each one of us and threw it into the Face app to see what we would look like as females. Is this the thing that was on Bad Friends? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Yes, I I heard it there as well. I was like, I got to do this. Are you guys ready for this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. This first picture you're going to see is me as a beautiful female. Now, I want you guys to tell me how fuckable I am, all right? (laughs) We're not related, you know, I'm just a female on the streets, and I'm turned on or whatever, so here we go. (laughs) Oh, man.
2: 10 out of 10 wood smash. You would fuck the shit out of me as a female? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) No, yeah, you're looking fine, dude.
1: They actually did make the female version of Paradox, if you guys can see this image somehow. It's a, yeah, it's a pretty girl.
0: God, dude, I'm really contemplating getting a sex change now. (laughs) You know what it is? Them lips <laughs> Oh yeah, my lips If you look closely, you can kind of see a little bit of my mustache hairs in there
1: Yeah, the mustache is left like a chocolate milk Staying around
0: <laughs> Looks like I just got done drinking a, co- uh, a Yahoo Whatever <laughs> What would my name be?
1: I don't know why, but you look like a Clarissa or some shit like that
0: you just be Brianna, dude Brianna, yeah, let's go with the generic Brianna I love it, I look great I'm a diva, you know
1: You look like a nerd, honestly.
0: I'm a girl. I'm a nerd who has, you know, a bunch of anime posters in my room, (laughs) and I'm into guys who have neon underneath their car. You know?
1: Yeah. If they don't have a neon and a lifted truck, you won't even look at them.
0: And then if there's a spoiler on it, oh! In that sweet, (laughs) sweet hanging nut sack from the (laughs) back, he gonna get it. But that's me as a female, Brianna. All right, up next. We have Riney Poo as a female.
2: Oh no! I think this
0: isn't gonna be good. (laughs) All right, here she is.
2: Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) I look like a tranny, dude.
1: Yeah, you definitely. It didn't do a good job on Ryan, I gotta say. (laughs) Or maybe, (laughs) maybe Ryan's just not a pretty girl. I'm sorry, dude. I think he's, I think he's
2: pretty. The lazy eye says otherwise.
1: (laughs) Yeah! It basically, it really made like a severe lazy eye effect when it edited you, so I don't think the app did a good job.
0: I think I like the lazy eye because then I know you wouldn't <laughs> fuck one of my homeboys, you know what I mean, because he would not fuck that. No dude, because I'll be like looking at you but looking at your homie at the same time.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't know who you're looking at, How am I get, I'm gonna have
2: trust issues here.
0: <laughs> I think you're cute dude, and um, I don't know, as for the name, what do you guys think? Rihanna. Rihanna. <laughs>
2: I think um, it's like a like a Destiny or Desiree or some shit. Well, yeah, yeah, she's definitely
1: got a Mexican, a traditional Clovis Mexican chick name. Like, yeah, Desiree Destiny or something.
0: I think just like Jessica, you know? Yeah, probably. What are some of Jessica's hobbies?
1: Um, Dropping it low in front of everyone.
0: <laughs> I don't see her as a thought, dude. I see her as like a,
2: a shy girl, you know? Jessica just um, likes to go fishing, bro she uses her weird. <laughs> That's really weird. She she uses her toes and she goes. Undun- Ew. She goes into Green Acres Lake and dunks her feet into the water.
1: She eats a fish
2: wrong. <laughs> she eats the fish with her toes. <laughs> Do you think her second toe is longer than her big toe? Um, her pinky toe is the longest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, Jessica! Not about that. Oh, and she also has hairy toe knuckles. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh. Okay, yeah, I'm not about Jessica. Okay, anyway, on to the grand finale. <laughs> we have Gilgamesh as a female. Oh, this is gonna be the worst, I guaranteed. I don't know, dude. I'm kind of getting, I'm getting kind of getting a a chubby right now. Just looking at the thumbnail. Are you guys ready?
2: <laughs> I'm ready.
0: Introducing Tamara. Oh wow! Dang. <laughs> I'm a little chubby, but I'm cute. Very pretty. Tell me we weren't born in the wrong bodies, guys.
1: (laughs) I gotta say, I
2: think I'm the prettiest. Oh, fuck you, dude. (laughs) I definitely should not
0: be a woman. (laughs) Yeah, Reini, you shouldn't be a woman, so you were born in the right body. But me and Gilgamesh, we got the shit end of the deal there, dude.
1: I don't know how it got rid of my beard, honestly.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's fucking epic. Like, oh, wow, you look beautiful, Gilgamesh. Like, oh, man, I could just imagine myself busting a nut right on your face. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Have some respect. I'll buy you a family pack
2: from Wiener Schitzel's, babe. I'll
1: wipe the chocolate milk stain off of Paradox's lip.
2: (laughs) Let me lick that chili cheese off them nips, babe. Bro, you
0: probably got pepperoni nipples if you were a female.
1: If I was a female, I'd have those elongated (laughs) long nipples.
0: You'd have an extended clitoris like a hyena. (laughs) (laughs) What are some of Tamara's pet peeves?
1: Um, this is definitely one of those bitches that puts up a live, laugh, love on the wall. Fuck. <laughs> um, she also in her Tinder profile says, Christian, if you don't believe in the Lord, swipe left.
2: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> but she's a total whore, dog. Don't let it fool you.
1: But she still will drop it low on the first date.
0: <laughs> I am just mind boggled at this whole thing. This is great. You notice how
2: Desiree doesn't show anything below the neck? You're a total conservative. Probably a thicky. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're hiding some chunk, huh? Oh, yeah. You can see it in my cheeks.
0: Jennifer's a thickie? I think so. Oh, fuck. She's almost like a catfish. Like, she traps you into thinking she's bad, and then when you meet her, she's like 300 pounds and like looks like a melting fucking candle in the daylight. I don't know. Whatever.
2: Song of Choice on Spotify is Chumbawamba. <laughs> 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 Dude, you should post these three
1: pictures and ask everyone to rank who's prettiest. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> That's great. Let's do it, dude. I want to do that. Um, Gilgamesh, from what I understand, Jordan Peterson. <laughs> listen to that beautiful laugh. Oh. He's back. Am I correct?
1: Yeah. And to say he's back, I think we should also mention what he's back from. He's been out of the public spotlight for the whole last year. It's been like more than a full year he has not done any public appearances. he hasn't spoke, he hasn't done any lectures. he hasn't done any podcasts, nothing for an entire year. Why is that? I guess if anyone has listened to any of Jordan Peterson's podcasts at the beginning of every podcast, they give a family update, and for the entire last year, it's been Jordan Peterson's daughter just coming on and and giving health reports because. Early on last year, Jordan Peterson's wife was diagnosed with a type of breast cancer that was supposedly uncurable, and it was going to kill her within a month or two. So they traveled all over North America and all over Europe to find doctors who were willing to try more experimental methods to heal his wife. Long story short, they were able to find a doctor who did some extraordinary surgery work on his wife and was able to cure her, and she's doing fine. Wow. Yeah, but Jordan Peterson having a grip with his wife almost dying gave him extreme anxiety. And he was also trying to deal with, you know, running his business and, and doing setting up lectures and, and writing books and things like that. So he was really stressed out at the time, and he was unable to get any sleep for a period of several days. So he went and talked to a, a doctor, and the doctor prescribed him benzodiazepine, which if you don't know, that's it's basically Xanax. Okay. Yeah. So he got prescribed the Xanax and it wasn't Xanax, actually. It was like lorazepam or some shit. It was like Mm -hmm. it was related to Xanax. But if you don't know anything about benzodiazepines, if you're prescribed them, they work great. But you're not supposed to really take them for an extended period of time. And if you do, you will become physically addicted. It's a fact. It's like in the medication information. If you take it for more than four weeks, you're addicted physically. Damn. And so if you want to quit the medication, you have to quit it very slowly and gradually. Well, Jordan Peterson's family was never informed about any of this. And somehow he was never informed about this when he got given the medication. And they gave it to him for a long period of time, over four weeks. And he became physically addicted to it. And not only that, he was one of the patients who had a bad reaction to it, which caused him to basically become like kind of a zombie. Basically, he lost his ability to feel joy. And he was actually having something called, I, I don't know what he calls it, it's like apathasia, but it's basically a condition where you have to keep moving because your nerve endings are like being electrified and if you stop moving it hurts brutally. Wow. So no matter what he has to just keep standing up, sitting down, pacing back and forth and he never can stop. When he goes to sleep, he can only get maybe an hour of sleep at a given time because he's constantly having to get up.
0: That's probably why he looks so much older like you said.
1: He looks horrible.
0: Sounds miserable, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, he he literally describes it as being worse than death. He said, if I had a choice between being whipped every day for the last year and having apathasia, I'm just making up the term for this, by the way. I don't know what it's fucking called, but it's an actual condition that he talks about where you have to move constantly because your nerve endings are on fire and only moving makes it feel any better. And he did say multiple occasions, I considered that it would be much better to just not exist than to continue forward. And the only thing that stopped me from wanting to end it all was my family and knowing that I have friends that care about me and Oh my god. He said, I wanted to die. And he talks about all of this in a it's a very short, you should all watch it. It's Jordan Peterson's first appearance in over a year. He looks like shit. He looks like forty years older. He he looks very old. He's very wrinkled now. He's very underweight. But he's talking to his daughter about all of this and he really lays it all out. Hmm. Jordan Peterson actually mentions that when he was oh, so let's just fast forward I guess so. The benzodiazepine put him in a bad spot, so he tried to quit them cold turkey, which, if you don't know, that's a horrible idea because it causes terrible physical withdrawals. But if he kept on him, he had that condition where he kept moving. So stopping the medication would fix the condition where he stopped moving, but it would cause painful nerve-ending damage to him, basically. (sighs)
0: So,
1: So quitting the medication hurt him. Staying on the medication hurt him. No matter what he did, he seemed fucked. They went to every clinic and specialist in North America, Canada and America couldn't find anything so they sent him to an experimental like research lab in russia they couldn't help him there either and then they sent him to this random fucking place in liberia of all places it's and they gave him an experimental treatment he's not willing to talk about what the treatment actually is but he said within two weeks he had his old personality and his old mind back
0: wow
1: and if you listen to him on this interview he definitely seems like he's tired but you can tell like his mind is back fully he's he's like the old jordan peterson is back he went through, like, a terrifying ordeal where he pretty much lost his mind. He lost his faculties and, and was being tormented the whole time.
0: I mean, this man is fucking brilliant as is. Imagine the level of brilliance he's going to reach after going through all this shit. He's going to be, like, super sane Jordan Peterson.
2: Well, it's, it's unfortunate, too, though, because, you know, a lot of people are going to, like, try to use this to discredit him as well.
1: Yeah, he talks about that at the very end. He says, you know, and he says, I realize people are going to say, heal thyself, healer. Unbelievable. He's saying basically everyone's going to say, what a a hypocrite. Why should I listen to a psychologist who doesn't even know how psychological medication works? He says, well, my response to that would be if you're going to sit around waiting for someone to give you wisdom who has never made a mistake in their life, you're going to be waiting a long time.
0: I fucking love Jordan Peterson and fuck everybody who's against this guy.
1: This is only going to make him better. He went through the worst suffering imaginable without dying. Like he's about to become a whole new level of brilliant. I can't wait to see what he does after this because he he gripped with his wife's death and then he gripped with his own fucking torment, which he'd rather have died. It's pretty incredible.
0: I'm going to listen to that ASAP. Hearing anybody go through that is already bad enough. And hearing somebody say they want to kill themselves is horrible or they feel like dying. But that coming from Jordan Peterson, that's fucking crazy. This guy is so woke, it's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, he, he truly considered suicide a better option than his existence many times, he said, but the only thing that kept him going was his obligation to his family. Damn.
0: Damn. What would you have done if you woke up and you read in the headlines, Jordan Peterson kills himself?
1: God damn. It would be brutal, but it would also wouldn't be terribly shocking. I would also just expect that that's probably because his issues came back or something. But, you know, an interesting thing about his treatment, one thing that they tried on him, Uh, that we had brought up earlier jordan peterson actually when he first quit cold turkey they put him on ketamine as a replacement (laughs) so one of the greatest minds of all time had psychedelic doses of ketamine administered to him for the first time in his life and i'm really curious to see how that's going to change his perspective as well you know ketamine if you're not familiar with it it, it's a horse tranquilizer like you said but if you use ketamine at the appropriate dose it doesn't put you out like a tranquilizer you would expect it actually gives you a psychedelic effect sort of it's more of like a dissociative psychedelic effect and it can be very trippy and it can take you to like visionary spiritual places as well
2: i can't wait yeah it's gonna be interesting to see how he comes back from this
1: I definitely don't judge him for it. You know, people are saying he's like an addict or something, but it's like, if you look into it, anyone who uses benzodiazepines, it, you're going to be addicted after four weeks or more of consistent
0: use. Guys, I have incredible news. What's that? We got an email. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. It's mail time. And it comes from another. Let me start over. With that. Leave that in. <laughs> It comes from none other than the Cakesters himself. Hey, what did you cut? KK. What's up, fam? The young god himself. I'm thankful he's emailing us. That means he's not pissed off that we were talking shit about Amarello. <laughs> but he knows that we love him and we love all our family over there. We're just having a good time here on Planet Paradox. Are you guys ready for this? Yeah. Yep. Just listen to your new podcast, The Epic of Gilgamesh. I wanted to be the first to send an email, so here we go. On the topic of first experiences with death, mine is with the interaction of cats as well. What? No, that's not interesting. Cats are just introducing us all to death. I was playing in the backyard with my sister, Leah <laughs> the Little Liar. Oh, shit. And we came across about five to six kittens, all newly born and barely able to walk. The mother wasn't around and the kittens took shelter in a small shed we had in the back full of our old toys and clothes we didn't need. My sister and I were never allowed to have kittens, only dogs at the time, so we kept it a secret to go outside and play with them. We cuddled and kissed them, completely dumbfounded by how cute and adorable they were. (laughs) One day, we went back outside to play with our new furry friends, only to find their bloodied corpses laying at the entrance of the shed and inside. Oh my god. Heads missing, arms no way. and legs scattered about. God damn. The mother had no restraint to murder her own kittens with the smell of human
1: filth. Jesus, dude. I think we've seen a pattern.
0: There's a pattern going on here. We're onto something. My sister and I cried our, our damn. I'm I'm a little fucked up, guys. Bear with me. My sister and I cried our our. <laughs> I
2: can't talk. Um, my sister,
0: <laughs> sh- fuck off. you gotta keep um, the. My sister and I cried our eyes out at the scene and ran inside to tell our mother. We told her we played with kittens the day before and now they're dead. She told us, it's because we touched them. And that's what happens when the mother smells us on them. Goddamn. Ever since then, I was terrified to touch another animal because I was afraid the mother would kill it. (laughs) Years passed and I was mowing the lawn and came across another kitten. I was about 16 at the time. It was scared and run under a wheelbarrow I stopped mowing and picked it up, and since I touched the thing I was thinking, what am I gonna do now? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, yeah, like, like oh, fuck. <laughs> is the mother going to kill it?
2: <laughs> That's similar to, like, the Anki-Doo story, bro, you, like, Inky doo gets fucked by that bitch and the smell of pussy keeps- makes all the other animals, like, disgusted. It's like human scent on the kittens, like, disgusted the mother or made it, like, fuck you. These it's
1: like nature rejects it because of the humanity tainted or corrupted it.
0: Yeah. KK had the smell of pussy on his hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like the pussy had the smell of KK on it. <laughs> and for that, the kitten must die. What a world. But anyway, let's continue. I took it inside, knowing my parents would hiss at me for bringing a cat in. But me having a job and being more responsible, I told them, I'm going to keep it and take care of it. That cat, to this day, lives and breathes, and her name is Raven.
1: Uh oh, huh. that's a happy ending.
0: That's my story of my first encounter with death. I've been loving the podcast lately. I listen to them while I merchandise my stores. Love you guys. Oh my God, my heart just melted. <laughs>
2: bang that's a great story man big ups kk it's like you realize that death is or life is precious and you didn't want that cat's mama to come and fuck it up again so you're like i'm just gonna
0: protect you instead huh
1: great story kk
0: you know he could have easily just put that kitten back down on the floor and you know he'd know that it was gonna face a brutal savage death but instead he took it in like the mother teresa that he is i love it big ups raven big ups raven big ups kk
2: yeah, thanks so much for being the first person to email us. Yeah, appreciate it. All the rest of you fucking
1: pieces of shit not emailing
0: us. Yeah, and everybody else who listens and doesn't email us, I hope your head gets eaten by your mother. You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> 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 oh, man. They just find their bodies outside by the shit. <laughs> oh, <yeah, yeah.
2: laughs>
1: it's crazy how similar that is to what happened with our cat Heathcliff. Cats are eat vicious. You know, Mother Nature is just a cruel, vicious bitch sometimes, you know?
0: Yeah. I remember at the golf course where I grew up, the kittens would grow up to rape their own moms. It was brutal.
2: Damn, Damn bro. That's funny. I was about to say a rape story with animals, too. Laid on us. Like, literally during this past year, um, in the springtime, we've seen like, ducks outside of our apartment. And they were basically, like, gangbanging the female duck. They were, like, holding her down and, like, taking turns, like, climbing up on top. Then we seen ducklings be born, and we seen the whole process. And I guess no one ever sees, like, how they're fucking mating, and it's pretty brutal, honestly.
0: I've seen it, and you are right. The whole duck culture is pretty much just rape culture. It really is. When I grew up on the golf course, we would literally be working out there, And, you know, we'd all be standing in a circle, chit-chatting about golf balls and shit. And a duck would come running between us. Giant furless apes that could easily kill it. Why? Because it was being chased down by a bunch of rapist ducks, bro. All day, every day. You know, you're mowing, and you look to your left. Boom. A brutal rape scene with ducks. It was horrible.
2: Yeah, man, that's shocking, huh? It's like, I guess that's how baby ducks are brought into the world.
0: Maybe whenever... You're a rapist and you die, you're reincarnated as a duck. What do you think of that?
2: I feel like that's a, a reward and I mean, I mean yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's more of a reward. It's like <laughs> I've always wanted flippers.
2: What if you're you're reincarnated as a female duck so then you have to get gang-banged by male ducks all the time?
0: There you go.
1: <laughs> that's more like it, yeah.
0: And on all the male ducks are people who were <laughs> raped as humans and they're just taking it back out on, you know what I mean? Damn, (laughs) that's brutal. That's intense. The History of Ducks, brought to you by Planet Paradox. We're pushing it pretty far. Before we get off, I do want to ask you a couple questions, Gilgamesh. I did notice that you were playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. What do you think of that?
1: Yeah, actually, it's pretty fucking beautiful. I'm I'm only in, like, Chapter 1, so I literally just started the game. It's gorgeous. I will say the writing is horrible. It's fucking, like, very, um I don't know, robotic, I guess. Like, all the characters are voice-acted poorly, um, and the story writing is very robotic and shitty. But I, I don't know if they just copied over the writing from the original game. Maybe that's why it's so shitty, because it's, like, a game from the 70s or whatever. <laughs> the 70s <laughs> it's from the 80s at least right
0: no the 90s
1: i don't know i i was never a final fantasy fan as a child it was never one of the games that i played often
0: that's why i was caught off guard when i started playing i was like what the fuck is playing final fantasy
1: i like it though it's beautiful and 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 the, the combat is quite chunky and fun like if you never played this if you've never seen the, the gameplay for this you should check it out because it's not your typical final fantasy where you're taking turns it's live-action combat now, so it's really fun actually, I like it.
0: And you've never played the first, the regular Final Fantasy VII, right?
1: Nope, not really, no. The only other title that I've actually beaten was Final Fantasy XIII, and it was it was really fun as well.
0: Now the main reason why I brought this up is because I did see that in that game, as beautiful and as gorgeous as it is, you can't see your yourself in a reflection in a mirror, right?
1: Oh, I I haven't seen a mirror just yet, but I got to test that out.
0: (laughs) Well, you can't, so fuck that fucking game. (laughs) If you can't see yourself in a mirror, fuck you. I'm not, I'm not playing that stupid garbage game. And you're garbage for playing it. All right. Oh shit. I'm fucking done. Okay. (laughs) Cat eyes, salty balls over here. Hey, what are you going to fucking punch me next? bro oh shit dose me up and i'm gonna fucking take you out dog <laughs> just give ryan a bunch of hits of ass and he
1: just beats your ass
0: okay i don't i don't know why i'm getting aggressive but i i love you guys and this was a great episode thank you so much for joining us again what, or actually before we go was there anything else you guys wanted to say before we logged off
1: uh no i could save this
2: topic for later ryanie no, I think I'm good. I don't want to anger you because you might murder me, you fucking serial killer.
0: I'm a serial killer. You cat murdering I like kill cats. And the taste of cat blood just makes me want to move on to apes. No, I was just saying. That's what we are. Um, thank you so much for joining us again, ladies and gentlemen, for episode 8 of Planet Paradox. Um. Yeah. Bye.